Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Have you ever felt exhausted, like you've had a lack of energy? You're just not quite yourself, even calling yourself tired. And you try to fix it by getting more sleep, but you still feel exhausted. Am I the only one who has felt tired for like two and a half years? (laughs) No, it's a real thing. And people don't realize there's different types. Well, they confuse rest and sleep. I think that's that's the thing. I came across an article uh, from TEDx, and I actually didn't know that there were different types of rest until I read this article. And as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. Right. So there are seven different types of rest that humans need and sleep is only one of them. Well, yeah, that, that's the confusion. We go through life thinking that as long as we get sleep, we're going to be well-rested. Because I sleep like seven and a half hours a night consistently, and my brain still feels fried most of the time. Well, that's because of the society, we, the culture we live in. High-achieving, high-producing, you know, it, it's just constantly people burning out left and right. It's like every day is a puzzle. And I'm trying to fit all of the things into the puzzle of the day. Like my daily calendar is a puzzle. Do you feel like that? I'm not is no. Your your daily calendar is a puzzle? It feels like it. What what like I'm always thinking elaborate on that just a Okay. Bit. So for example, like say one day I have uh I drop the kids off. And then I have a work meeting, and then I have um, a different appointment outside of work that I have to drive to, so I have to account for that time. Like, I'm always accounting for all of this time and trying to fit it all in. And then there's, like, the kids' activities, and if there's something social going on, and, like, when am I going to eat? I used to hear people (laughs) say, like, oh, I forgot to eat lunch today. And I would be like, how does that actually happen? So I what, forget to eat meals all the time. So is what you're saying is there's not enough time in the day to do everything that you want to accomplish. Right? Absolutely. That's, That's why I get up at 5 a.m. and I still don't feel like there's enough time. Well, that 5 a.m. is kind of your alone time. It is. Right? And, I, and I've and i been getting some exercise in and that's when I do my leisure reading and my journaling. I was talking to a friend the other day at Kindergarten Roundup. Her daughter and, Clara's daughter, or, and Clara are in the same class. And she does a lot of really cool stuff on Instagram, like Instagram Reels. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when? Plus, she has a very demanding career. And I was like, when do you do that? And she was like, oh, I stay up till two in the morning. I make a pot of coffee at eleven o'clock and record my videos. And then get up in the morning. And then gets up at six thirty. So she sleeps like four and a half hours. And she's like, I but just I don't sleep well, so I just sleep a little bit. There's there's a there are people like that. And I was like, yeah. oh my god. Part of me was like, I wish that I only needed that much sleep at night, and I, I would have so much more time to accomplish stuff. But then I was like, no, I really like sleep. That's well, not think, an option for me. I think there's multiple factors that, I mean, catch up with you sooner or later. I think age and I just, you know, it's when I was 16, 17, and 18, when I was a doc boy, 
<laughs> I'm just using this as an example because when I worked the docks, yes, the boat docks at resorts growing up in the summer, that was my summer job. That was, you know, 16 hours a day, six days a week, sometimes seven. And I never got tired. And it was a lot of work. And you were outside yeah. in the fresh air. Yeah. But I mean, I was also 16, 17, and uh-huh. 18 years old. But anyways, we're going back to okay. this 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 uh, problem. A lot of people feel exhausted regardless of how much sleep they get, right? Because sleep and rest are two different things. And they say rest should equal restoration in seven key areas of your life. So the first type that you need is physical rest. And that right. can be passive or active, which is like sleeping and napping. Or restorative physical rest like yoga, massage therapy, things like that. That will help stretching, just just yeah. like things for your body. So that one feels like the most obvious to me. Well, that one, well, you're doing other things though when you're not just sleeping. When you're doing like yoga and the stretching and stuff, you're uh, improving, they say, circulation, flexibility, just mental health as well, mm-hmm. right? So it is good. So the first type is indeed physical rest. When you need to just shut the old body down. The second type of rest is mental rest. Oh and boy, this here we go like, with this one, right? This is like, even if you sleep eight hours and you're still just like feeling like you're run ragged, which is kind of how I feel. Um, it says that you should schedule short breaks every couple of hours to remind you to slow down. And also like keep a notepad or your phone by your bed to jot down notes if they're like, if there's something mentally that's like keeping you up at night write it down and kind of put it away to give yourself that mental rest i feel like the mental rest is the hardest thing for me well they say that no matter what my mind just doesn't stop they say that the uh the individual (laughs) who needs the gigantic cup of coffee in the morning to get rolling is one of the individuals who's not getting enough mental rest and we all know that person i hope that my doctor doesn't listen to this podcast because I drink coffee from 5.15 a.m. until 11 a.m. That's so bad. You drink coffee? No, because I drink, I think, before noon. Noon is my shutoff point. My shutoff point used to be 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's when we would be like, well, you and I would drink a pot of coffee while we were doing the morning show together. Right. That's what, yeah. Now I make a pot of coffee and I drink it. In my morning time, while I while I get ready, I pour a cup and I drink it on my way to work, and then I hit up the Folgers in the break room oh, until god. eleven. <laughs> oh god, which well, is bad. I but yeah, it's uh, I do enjoy a good cup of coffee as well. And honestly, and I know that you're not you're not game to this, but in the afternoon sometimes, like yesterday, it was raining and cold and mixed with snow and nasty. And I had some meetings in the middle of the day. In the afternoon, I went to pick up Clara from school. Did you get a coffee? I But I got a decaf. Oh. Mm. I yeah. got a decaf. I threw a little Irish cream in there with a packet of uh, sweetener. And it was just something I could sip on while I was trudging through the nasty weather to go get the kids from school. I feel like I my body would shut down if I started drinking coffee in the afternoon, too. And mental rest, I would believe... Um, from experience, that's probably one of the most difficult ones to actually get. And then to combat it, if if your mind doesn't shut off, because I'm one of those people when I when I lie down at night, 
my mind just keeps recycling everything that happened throughout the day or things that are coming up tomorrow looking ahead so it never shuts off. That is why I do guided sleep meditation. And that has helped me a ton at night. Briefly tell people about guided sleep meditation. There are a million of them on YouTube. There's paid apps and stuff that you can get to, but there's a million free guided sleep meditations on YouTube where they can, it, it's a very relaxing voice that kind of sounds like this to like lull you to sleep. Some of them will like count you down. Where, or, where do you find these at? YouTube. Which one? YouTube? Because yeah. I know that Peloton has a bunch <laughs> Peloton as well. Peloton does. Yeah. I prefer the YouTube ones because they're a lot quite a bit longer. Right. So you can actually fall asleep and they'll they'll guide you through like now relax your eyes and your face muscles and relax your tongue and like go through your whole body like a body scan to really relax you. And there's a ton of them. And that helps me a lot because then I focus my mind on relaxing my muscles and, and then eventually I just fall asleep. And that helps me mentally but I've noticed, while I'm falling asleep. But you, you've always, you've never really had a problem falling asleep. I've, you, I, I mean, I could, sometimes I'll lie in bed for hours and you all, you'll be. I can't, I would, I would freak out. No, yeah. You're, can't do that. you're, you're, you're usually asleep within 20 or 30 minutes, aren't you? Uh, typically. Most yeah, of the, the sleep mo- meditations help. Most of the time. Um, I find that vacation is really the only time that I can truly get like extended mental rest. And they say you shouldn't have to go on vacation to get mental rest, but that's really the only time when I feel like I'm completely unaccounted for. There's no schedule. There's no responsibilities. You just described Vegas. I know. That's why I love to go there because right. it's like you hit the spa, you hit some good restaurants, you hit the pool. Right. It's just like mental rest. Right. We, I mean, and you deserve that. By the way, if you're uh, struggling with some of this stuff, you know, the, the, there's hope, right? You you don't have to quit your job. No, no, right? and, the, and they they say you should get to a point where but you again, can, you can ha- teach your brain to like get mental rest throughout the day. But breaks. if you want, you can quit your job. Sure. You know yeah. what's odd? I, just a real quick note on that. It's weird how we've talked uh, over the past month about on and off. We mentioned the Great Resignation and people leaving their jobs and finding other things to do. Good friend of mine who was a uh, uh, one of the best coders, I mean, and computer programmers that I've ever made great money. I'm talking like great money. The past couple of years have done the same thing to him that it's done to a lot of people. It gave him time to reflect. Did he quit? He gave that job <laughs> up. No, listen, yeah, I know. Listen I'm, to this. I don't even know him, and I'm thrilled for him. He gave that job up to do. Guess what? He was just, again, he just started the job. Like a yoga teacher. I don't know. I have no idea. In January. It was his childhood dream, and he feels very fulfilled. He's a deputy sheriff. Stop it. I'm not kidding. He is a deputy sheriff, and he took, obviously, a gigantic pay cut. But he loves his work, and it's something he always wanted to do. And over the past couple of years, he just decided, I'm going to go for it. I love that for him. I'm going to do it. So that's what he's doing. And that's a great example, again, of people in that mental state, yes. right? Right. So they say the third type of rest that we need, first, let's back up. The first two, they say you need seven types of rest. That was, that's and, what we're talking yeah, about. And sleep isn't the only one. No, so physical and mental are one and two. And then here's the third type. Sensory rest. Explain to people Ooh. what sensory rest is. This is the bright lights, the computer screens, the background noise, the conversations, the Zoom calls, 
the television, the phone in your hand and your face all the time. Sensory rest is shutting it all off. But if you go back to putting your earbuds in and finding something on on your phone, it, are you getting the sensory rest? I don't watch it. I know, but you're still listening to it. I am listening to it, but it's very calming and it's in you would probably understand this better than I do because this is more your expertise. But a lot of the sleep meditations are recorded at a different decibel. Sure. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, it's it's all part of the game. That is, And it'll say, it'll be labeled right on there if it's recorded at that decibel, that it's like meant to be very relaxing or almost like, sub, like subliminal. Sure. So I, I suppose technically that I'm not getting the sensory rest, but... Um, I also am at a computer with a screen in my face <laughs> all day. And I, I think, think a lot of people are. So many people are. And then yeah. I come home and there's the sensory from the kids talking and the TV on and more phone screen time. So I, I like the sensory stuff. I feel that too. Even I, you know, that there's a point where you are overstimulated, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. But at the same time, if I lie down at night, and I don't, and I'm, and it's dead silence. It's dark. My mind will create entertainment. So I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. Is is what I've found works for me because everybody's different. Is I will actually have to put my earbuds in and bring something up on my iPhone that's a lot of times just mindless junk, whether it be a documentary or whatever. But that will distract me enough to where I will fall asleep because if I don't. And I just let things. and I just let things come and go. It's going to be a long night. I mean, it's just weird. It's hard to describe that to some people, especially when I find people that can just fall asleep. Literally, like I'm going to take a 20 minute nap. I'm like, how do you do that? Mm. I can't even begin to wind down in 20. I minutes. need like three hours. <laughs> yeah. So that to me is like almost impossible, right? So sensory rest. They say very important, and I think for a lot of people that are staring at a computer all day and then have the television running and all of that other, I think, and even kids, you know, the the, the sounds of the children in the home, right? Oh, yeah. There's a lot that, that that can all pile on there. And I, I'm particularly sensitive to sound. If there's like a lot of different sounds all at once, right? it's very overwhelming to me. So I prefer quiet every once in a while. Sure. And the fourth type of rest. Creative rest. You will probably be able to relate to this. This is important for anyone who must solve problems or brainstorm new ideas. Creative rest reawakens the awe and wonder inside of each of us. Uh, They say getting into nature and allowing yourself to take in the beauty of the outdoors provides you with creative rest. I could see that. I I could see that because... There's nothing worse. And then, I mean, having been a production director for 30 years in radio, by the way, your job is to get creative ideas put mm-hmm. together for the mm-hmm. sales staff so they can give, bring these ideas to their clients so they can sell their products. So having done that, there's nothing more frustrating than when you hit that wall and you can't come up with anything. Just a, the, the creative block. Right, the roadblock that is the worst, and and it seems like it n- is never going to go away. And just sitting there, and I found this too um, with my current job because I'm in marketing. Just sitting there and forcing yourself doesn't do it. No, it like doesn't. you have to either switch tasks, get up and walk around, 
do something else because you can't force creativity. Yeah, I mean, you and, and you just not everybody can just get up and take a walk outside either. So you can do other things. They say like place uh, inspirations such as like. Uh, images of places or people that you love or maybe a work of art and surround yourself with that at your workspace. I just changed my phone background to like a naturey background and it's so- very soothing every time I look at it. So it, you're, it's, it, it's working. Well, I mean, I, I Cre- still, I'm the, still pretty exhausted. The, the thing about creative rest, and I can I can ab- absolutely testify that is <laughs> that is a real thing because there are also moments when all of a sudden your ju- the juices start flowing and I'll come up with multiple mm-hmm. ideas and I'll be like, that's when you got to sit down, start writing them down or get, or log on, do something. Because when you get that going, that mojo is, for for somebody like me, that's that's where it's all at. And that's also exhausting. It, it like can when be you're once done, you get going. Like when you yeah. get it all out, then you're like, whew. For example, I will give you this, but when in the first time that you and I were doing mornings together, I would say the first couple of months, when you finished a show, people think that, oh, that's nothing. But you would finish a four-hour show, and you would be mentally exhausted. Completely. And people And people are like, what are you talking about? You're not doing anything. Oh, there's more. that you, We're not just snapping our fingers and listening to the music. Like, you know, that's not what happens. So we completely understand that. And I know what mental exhaustion is. And, man, it will... That is, I think, some of the worst. Completely. Yeah. And I used to spend a lot more time in nature because I had a lot more time. Right, right. And so I would walk or run or just do things outside, and I miss that. And I would really like to be more intentional about getting outside and spending more time outdoors if the weather would ever knock it off. (laughs) We've talked about that, (laughs) and that is one of the things that I would like to pursue, especially when we get down to, like, the southwest United States the desert, the mountains, and all of the, all that they have going on down there. It's a great place to hike and explore. It's so peaceful. And, we, and we've never done that. So no. I think we're going to have to do that the next time we get down there. All right. What's the fifth type of rest that we need? The fifth type is emotional rest. This is when you have the time and space to fully express your feelings and cut back on people-pleasing. Mm-hmm. That's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can think, yes, yes, yes. I think that there's probably a lot of people, especially in the workforce, that feel a deep need for emotional rest. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it goes back to, uh, what was it, the discussion we had, was it last week? What is time? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But it go it, yeah it, it it was along those lines anyways and I I can completely see that where you feel like you're shouldering the load yeah for everything yeah right? and, yeah and it's a whole and, and like you can't say no no and it's and it's goes it starts at home and then it goes beyond that right and they suggest which this is funny because we like literally just talked about this uh, that you surround yourself with positive and supportive people. Right. You know, a great example of emotional fatigue like of that kind. And I think a lot of people will be able to relate to this. I'm not the only one, but I remember when my dad died, having to deal with everything, mm-hmm. right? You were the, the family yeah. person. There's always that person yep. in the family that does. And when all of that was over and had concluded and he was finally buried and the services were all, everything when it was just done, 
I was so emotionally taxed, I almost mm-hmm. didn't know what to do with myself. Yep. And then it takes a while to kind of get back, right? I mean, that's an example of emotional fatigue, and you need to give yourself emotional rest. And give yourself grace, right. too. Like, you just went through a, something life-altering and traumatic that, it, I mean, it's it's okay to let yourself rest. Right, it and is. to take the time. Uh, the the no, sixth, we're in the, the sixth. sixth. Yeah, the we're sixth not, kind of sixth. rest that we all need. This is a lot of resting. My calendar's about to get even more crazy. Well, that's you with know, my resting. I know. <laughs> um, social rest. I feel like we had two years of social rest. <laughs> well, you know, the, there's. Well, 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 explain to people what it yeah. is, and then I'll tell you exactly. So, I, I mean, I can relate. To so that. they say when you need social rest, this is when you fail to differentiate between the relationships that revive you. From the ones that exhaust you. So this is back to that energy thing that we've kind of been referencing where you know you should be able to feel after you spend time with someone how you feel after that interaction. Right. Like did that drain you or do you feel energized from spending time with that person? And if it drained you, then that's probably time that you should cut back on spending time with that individual if possible negative nancy's yeah seriously yep that i mean and I, we've talked about that several times but if you surround yourself with that that that's exactly where you're going to be mm-hmm. and and that's, a that's t- and and especially if it's like in the workplace or in a relationship it can be really hard to dis- distance yourself from that kind of person right Without making drastic changes. Sure. And that can be, it can feel insurmountable, really. Completely, yes, absolutely. And the final type of rest is spiritual rest. And this is the ability to connect beyond the physical and mental and feel a sense of belonging, love, acceptance, and purpose. And they say to receive this, you should engage in something greater than yourself, maybe meditation, community involvement, prayer, church, Involving that more into your routine can give you that spiritual rest. That is, I think, probably gets neglected as much as social rest and mental rest. All the rest. We're neglecting all the rest. Those are just things that you you just never, you never think of, right? Because there's so much of this suck it up attitude. And right? like the busy, busy, busy. Have Right. And are you busy, busy, busy with things that are filling your cup? Or are you busy, busy, busy with things that are filling your calendar? Right. Ooh, and that was good. I mentioned this, uh, I think even earlier this week, that, you know, self-care is not selfish. You have to take care of yourself. And a lot of people, I think it's a, that might be a generational thing, right? Where they were like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was... I, I know because I, I have family members that are like that. They're like, it's not about you, or never about you. Well, if if you don't take yeah. care, of, if you don't take care of yourself, you won't be able to help others. And, right? and actually, if it, it, it's your life, so right. it, your life actually is about you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, spiritual rest is something that I think uh, for sure that we all need and often gets neglected, and it has to rank right up there. With the most neglected, right? Would oh, you say? I would say so. And it's funny to think about that because we were at um, the Catholic school in town for Clara's kindergarten roundup. Right. And they did a really cool presentation for the parents. And while we were sitting there, I, I felt like really 
happy and like really connected to all these other parents. And they were talking about the, the culture and the community at the school. And I was like, this feels really good to be a part of. Especially when they let us listen to that young man that was a senior. Oh my gosh. Come up and address and talk about his experience. Was I was like, excellent. that is so and cool. Yeah. It just felt really good. And I, and I was thinking it in my head while we were watching it. I was like, this just feels like a good community to be a part of. Right. And it made me feel happy. So that's probably my intuition telling me that I need more of that spiritual rest. Like yeah. I'm craving it. And that goes back to your self-care point. You have to identify what self-care you need. Right. And again, everybody's looks different. Let, everyone's let, needs are different. <laughs> well, real quick, here's the seven types okay. of rest. Hold on. You need physical rest, mental rest, sensory rest, creative rest. You need emotional rest, social rest, and spiritual rest. That's the seven types of rest. I need a rest vacation. Well, you know what? I just need to rest. I, well, I think, I mean, you know what? A lot of people are just like, I want an ambient and a hotel room. That's great. But you're really not unwinding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. That's why I like to go someplace, like whether it's Nashville or Denver or Las Vegas or whatever. But I like to go someplace where I don't have to be on. Because mm -hmm. you want to know what? For the, for the last 30 years, I've been on. And when I say on, I mean, you got to watch everything and you have to be the person that they think you are. Uh -huh. So it feels good now to be at this point in my life where I don't have to fake anything anymore. There's probably a lot of people that have jobs that aren't media like we had that feel that same way. Right. You know, like their their social time is entertaining customers. And right. they're, it's like, I just need to turn it all off. Right. So if, if like you- Like a computer. If you've, <laughs> if you've not listened to the rest of our our. our our podcast and you want to go back and, and listen uh well let me clarify something and and get you up to date uh jess and i both did a morning radio show together for 11 years and it was very successful and it was that was an example of us always having to be on mm -hmm. and if and i did that for you know again almost two decades prior to us even doing that so it was just a constant and i loved it i i enjoyed it but I mean, I, I, there's that's another whole episode that you can go back and find why why we walked away, because that's what we did, and that's I think a lot of this. Wow, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of what we're talking about today uh, probably weighed into that. I just find it fascinating how all of these people that I know have just decided to say screw it and pursue something that they love. I know it's, it's weird. It's, when I heard from yeah, when I heard from Spencer, the other, I was like, you got you, you're doing what? I'm giving up computer programming i'm gonna be a deputy sheriff i was sworn in in january and so i cool because he moved to colorado right and i'm like and i i mean he was locally here and he, he was here for a long like he's a pretty young guy so a few years mm -hmm. anyways but and i was wondering what are you doing oh he was pursuing his law enforcement career and he's so proud he posted the picture with his wife being sworn in. Ah, so I mean, I'm, I'm like, there's a lot of this going around. A guy that had his whole life in front of him could have worked probably just a handful of years and retired, but he wanted to, this is something that he wanted to do since he was young and he went out and pursued it and he's never been happier. It's that's so exactly that's where it's at. And it's so cool to see people, you know, identifying like, what is that thing that I want to do? Right. And why can't I do it? Right. I agree. 
So anyways, we've identified the seven types of rest. If you're feeling fatigued and you feel like you can never get out of the funk, regardless of how much time you spend in your bed, it probably has something to do with one of these other types of rest. It's just not physical rest. What kind of rest are you lacking? You need to take care of yourself. What if it's all of the above? So just, what if you're like, I am rest deficient in all categories? Oh, that's, I, I, sometimes I feel like that, I right? I really do. So again, it's cool. Well, we, well, we'd love for you to weigh in, by the way. Follow along and uh, and let us know what's going on and uh, what what type of rest do you feel like you need? You can find us all over the place. Of course, we have our website, georgeandjess.com. George and Jess podcast on Facebook and Instagram, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we'd love it if you subscribed so you get a notification every weekday morning at six o'clock when our episode goes live. Leave us a review. Recommend us to your friends. It has been so fun to connect with so many of you on social media. Um, thank you for starting your day with us. Have a great weekend. You might see us pop up on social media this weekend. You might. We have no plans no. for once in a blue moon. So <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Just make sure you're following us. We might do something fun. All right. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. We'll have a brand new episode for you Monday at 6 a.m.